thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Up for a Chat with Cindy O'Mara, Karen Smith, and Kim Morrison. Here we are, Up for a Chat, about the hottest topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. I'm Karen Smith. I'm Kim Morrison. And I'm Cindy O'Meara. And a welcome. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! <laughs> People did make comment in some of the other podcasts. They didn't like us singing. They said, don't try again. So I apologise. <laughs> I know. humbly apologise. And everyone. she didn't sing, by the way. She no. had her mouth full of food. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're sitting here doing the podcast. Kim is sitting here eating. Well, would you call that eating? She's got... Um, She's drinking something. What is thermos filled. Like what it's is It's a it? huge thermos filled with what? It's a protein shake. It's Inca and Chi and seeds and coconut oil and chia seeds and water and almond milk, my homemade almond milk. That's what it is. Oh, right. Okay. Right. Sure. And no sugar. Mm. And have we told everybody what you're doing? Yeah. Well, well yeah. I yeah. think we did on the last mm. yeah. in week six now. You're in week six. Mm. Yeah. Going well. And feeling it. good? Feel great. She looks great. Aww. Skin's looking good. Skin's nice. looking magnificent. Very nice. Nice mm. and hydrated. Yes, mm. it's different. It's unusual. I like it. <laughs> I've got abs. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's all she wanted was abs, by the way, nothing else. Okay. And you have no more cellulite, you said. That's all disappeared. Until I cross my legs. But that's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, let's read this chart. Okay, yeah, let's do this. Oh, my God. <laughs> she did a Karen. She did a Karen. So what we thought we'd do with you guys this time round on our podcast is talk to you about Christmas because it's right around the corner. And just before we started our recording, um, we were just talking about what we were each doing for our friends and family for Christmas. So I'll start because... Yeah, because you started this whole thing. I Why not? Yeah, why, why not? Why not? <laughs> I'm good at talking. So... Um, Did you know that, Kim? Did you know? I hadn't noticed, no. No, no. that slipped by you? No. I hadn't so I need seen. to make it more obvious is what you're saying. <laughs> this is where you've got your voice back, that's all I can say. <laughs> Mind you, I do have it back, but I, on the weekend I was doing my um, Speakers Fast Track program mm. and we had a room full of um, entrepreneurs and, of course, I cracked up laughing because I think I'm hilarious. <laughs> so I crack up laughing and as I cracked up laughing I must have strained my voice. Sent myself into a coughing fit, could not recover, <laughs> could not recover. I was out for the count, cough, 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 and then the rest of the afternoon I was like, oh, everybody, I sounded like a double O double five number. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Very funny. Anyway, less about me, more about Christmas. Okay. So um, I love the whole idea of a Christmas hamper. I think it's very, uh, it's very Christmassy. It's very fun, and I really love to be able to dress it up with lots of ribbons and bows and buttons and baskets, and you know, make it really something special. So this year, what I decided to do was do a collection of my favourite things. Um, it sounds like a song. Yes, these are a few of my Uh-oh. favourite things. <laughs> <laughs> when the dogs bark. <laughs> You need to get this sound of music. Write that down. You do. Get me sound of music. We could get it for Christmas, mm. the sound of music. All right, we'll do Why that. not put that in my present? Yeah, yeah, we will. If you do, I'll be very upset. But anyway, just in case. All right. Keep so, going with your hamper. Yeah, so I've decided to put um, uh, uh, a hamper together of my favourite things. So I've bought the most beautiful uh, little baskets. Now, if any of my friends or family are listening, they're kind of going to... I'm giving it away, aren't I? Uh, anyway, never mind. doesn't matter. So I bought the most beautiful, beautiful baskets that are very Parisian because Matt and I went to Paris this year and I just totally fell in love with it. So I'm buying, I bought beautiful Parisian um, baskets and up here on the Sunshine Coast there's a brand new factory outlet in Marichidor called French Home, OMG. Oh. Check it out. They're yeah. on Facebook. They're in Marichidor Newspaper Place. I saw that just the other day. Is oh, that what it is? French Home. All of their stuff is imported from France, mm-hmm. and it's the country cottage France. Mm. But I tell you what, I mean, I, I walked through there and I was, I was just, I was amazed. The furniture, the the homewares, the beautiful furnishings and soft furnishings is just divine, just divine. All right, after the podcast, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it's French French Home is who they're called, and I did promise them that I would do a shout out for them, but I didn't tell them I put them on the podcast. So now they can now they can owe me big time. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so um, yeah, so they've got some beautiful uh, red and white check tablecloths and beautiful French cushions and gorgeous um, clocks gorgeous little clocks that sit next to your, your bedside table and things so I'm putting a couple of those little things into the hampers um, when if I look at all my other favorite things that I've come across this year food has certainly been a big push for me this year I've never thought about food as much as I've thought about food this year <laughs> so um, I love the Nui Life the um, coconut nectar mm. and their balsamic vinegar mm-hmm. it's a coconut balsamic vinegar and a coconut vinegar and um, they've also got, uh, what else do I use of theirs? So it's the coconut nectar, the balsamic vinegar. Oh, they have a barbecue sauce made out of coconut, and it's really good. Oh, wow. And yeah. their amino sauce as well. Oh, that's I it. That's the amino yeah. sauce. The amino sauce, love yeah. It. It's like it's a, a, a replacement for soy sauce. Mm. Mm. Love sweet. it. Mm. Well, the barbecue sauce is kind of like the oh. amino sauce, but a little bit sweeter because it's got more of the, um, the coconut mixture in it. They're doing so well. I love they? those. They're father and son team. Are they really? Yeah, yeah. We, I know them. I met them at the Fine Food Fair, and they are the most beautiful couple, could you call them? Father and son. They're pair. a team. Yeah, pair, a team. They're a wonderful team. Yeah. Wow. The father's got the knowledge. Yeah. Um, as far as he was the one who started the whole thing with coconut oil. Yeah. And then um, the son, of course, is is in the business, and he's just such this really easy-going, amazing um, gentleman. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you've got a good team behind, who's, and they've got good ethics, which is wonderful. Yeah. You can trust them. Well, I've, I mean, of course I run it. I, if you use it, Cindy, I use it. Yeah. So I've seen, it, I've, seen, I've seen it in your cupboard, therefore it is in mine. <laughs> so I've got a little hamper. I've, I've, I've bought, um, you know, a whole t- truckload of all of that. So my family's getting one of each of those. And then they're also getting one of each of your products, Cindy. They're getting mm-hmm. your oil. They're getting your Camu Camu. They're getting your probiotics. Act they're getting surprised when you get them. Please, mother, act surprised. <laughs> She'll be thinking, why can't I have it now? I know, she will, she will, she will. Um, So the Camu Camu, the salt, the vanilla beans, um, because I did spy those there and just Mm. knocked a few of those off. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And the greens. Mm. So uber excited and everybody gets a copy of Changing Habit and everybody's going to get an immune boost and a um, celebrate and uplift from you because they're my faves. Mm. They're my faves because I travel so much, immune boost... That's you know, number one, isn't it? Straighten the bra and um, <laughs> celebrate and uplift. Keeps me uplifted when I'm, um, you know, struggling to do that by myself. Mm. So those are a couple Isn't of my favourite things. You, you do celebrate and uplift and I do instant calm and energy and vitality. Oh, do you? Yeah. Mm. is that amazing? Yeah. I'd never thought of those two. Because, but my immune system is fairly strong, so I that's why I don't think about taking the immune. Mrs. Grills. Mrs. Grills. Yeah, Daniel Boone, Bear Grills, eat your heart out. Yeah. You don't know nothing. Oh, you've you met Cindy O'Meara and seen her in a mud pool. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Robust immune system indeed. Mm. Yeah. Now, getting back to your hamper and yes. away from Bear Grills or Mrs. Bear Grills. I'm Mrs. sure he'd Bear love Grylls. to meet me. He, he would. would. I'm sure of it. He would fall for you, hook, line, and sinker. Sure. Who wouldn't? I'm sure. He's only human, mm, after all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I so think that is a brilliant idea. I, yeah. Because you know, um, actually yesterday I started an email and I was it was written to you two as well. And the email was about Christmas and that um, I started off by saying, and I didn't send it because I thought maybe I'm not being fair to everybody else, but I started off by saying that I have everything that I'd ever want and there's nothing that I want that if you do want to give a gift this year, and I gave it to my kids as well and to Howard, I gave it to everybody. Um, and I said, if you do want to give this year, I would like you to give a gift to a charity uh, in, as opposed to giving me anything. Yeah. Why well, you got your hands dirty, darling? <laughs> because inside of everybody's hampers for me, I've oh. sponsored... Um, a little orangutan through the World Society of the Protect- for the Protection of Animals. But then I've done exactly the same thing because there's nothing I want. Mm. So I've just actually set up with the World Society of Protection of Animals and also with the RSPCA if, some- if my family wants something more local that they can donate on my behalf 
to um, save the animals. Yeah. Well, I got this idea from such a good idea. I got this idea from a lady that um, is quite quite an amazing lady. Her name is Beverly Bradford. I'm sure she wouldn't mind me talking about it. But about three weeks ago, she came into the office and she gave me flowers and she said, "Cindy, this is our tenth anniversary." And I went. Our tenth anniversary. She said, "I've been following you for ten years, Aww. and it's because of you that my family's health is the way it is, and the way we think. and And I just want to say thank you for our anniversary. How beautiful! Oh my, my gosh, goodness, that is just amazing. I know. I was pretty blown away. And you know, I've been in connection with Beverly because she used to live next to Anna, who's the coach of the Healthy Living Club. She lives out at the OBOB where my horse is. She, you know, there's always been a connection with Beverly, but I, we've never really spent much time together. It's just been through emails and, you know, she's asked me questions. She sent me an email and she said that she doesn't need anything for Christmas and that she would like um, everybody to donate to Sunny Kids, which is, um, oh, yeah. you know, here on the coast. And, and I donated to them this year. Um, I, bought, I, I bought a big thing at an auction. <laughs> um, so I gave them quite a lot of money <laughs> this year. And I just thought, you know what? I think that is the best thing because I don't want anything else. Yeah. I'm becoming cluttered. Yeah, same. Um, food's a great idea. Give me food. I'll eat that. That's not a problem. But I don't. I'm, I feel really cluttered at the moment. And I read this amazing story about this um, family in, in Brisbane who decided for 12 months that they would not buy anything for a year. Nothing. No new clothes, mm. Mm. no new furniture, no new anything. They, they had to live on what, what they had. They would buy food and essentials, but nothing new. And I, I started to think, I feel like I need to do that yeah. because I'm feeling so cluttered in my life. I feel like I have too much. Mm. So I wrote the email and then I, I didn't send it because I thought, am I being unfair to everybody else, you know, that they want gifts or things like that? But... You know, so I, I deleted the email and, and let it go. I honestly think, and I don't know if it's an age thing, I, I I actually do believe that it is an age thing. I believe that there are certain times in our life, like when you're a child, you're, you're you know, you're just all about toys and stuff. And mm. when you're in your teens, it's all about clothes. image and clothes. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Collecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And IT and phones. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And when you're in your 20s, it's all about accumulation and you know, getting your first home and your first marriage and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. And your 30s is all about consolidation and, you know, building and 40s is more of the same, you know, you're building and consolidating. I honestly think through the 40s and the 50s it's all about, <laughs> I know this sounds really funny, but it's all about going from all of that collecting and that hoarding and that accumulating over all of those years to streamlining. Yeah. Because you realise you're so incredibly heavy and life is heavy enough as it is. You realise you're so incredibly heavy with so much stuff that to drag all the stuff around, it, it makes no, there's no room for movement. You can't, mm. and I feel exactly the same way, and I'm a little bit younger than you are, mm. um, but I feel exactly the same way in terms of just, you just want to strip everything back. Just, just, just enough is enough. Yeah. You've got enough. And I think that for people for Christmas... I think it's important that we pay attention to, to, to the person who's receiving the gift and give them what, uh, give them what they want. Give them what, they, what will light them up. Give mm. them what will be important to them. Um, and if somebody doesn't want things but they want experiences, then give them experiences. Mm. Or if they don't want that and they want food, give them food. Or if, you know, like I think that it's really important to pay attention to where a person is at in their life and then meet them there yeah. by giving them a taste of you. You know, like for me and my family, everybody's kind of around my own, my age, so I figure everybody's kind of the same as me, but I'm giving them a taste of me, so it's my favourite thing, so mm. it's a taste of me, because we all want, we for Christmas and for birthdays, everybody wants a piece of you for their present, don't they, really? I don't know about my kids. Oh, they do. They I'm want something sure. special from you. They, they do want love... something special from me, but yeah. um, I give them what they want rather than our... Although... Yeah, but with your flavour to it. Yeah, yeah, I do put my flavour to it because yeah. I think, well, I want them to have good quality. So, because, it, you know, one's at university, it's got a laster. Yeah. Um, and the other one likes good quality. <laughs> <laughs> just a, a brat. That's two of the girls, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, you know, and then there's the surfing gear for the, the son and then the stepdaughter. Well, she just loves anything, you know. Aww. Whatever you give her, she loves. So... Yeah, like I, I, I'm finding that in the West, in our Western world, mm. we do have so much stuff, yeah. and 
and there are people out there that do need more than what we need. And when Beverly sent this to me, I really went, good on you, Beverly. You know, mm. re- that's really something that I feel really strongly about this year. But then I, I, when I sent it to all you guys, I then went, but then there's our, our game that we play. So we play a game, a Christmas game, mm-hmm. um, every Christmas. And it's everybody who comes to our house for Christmas only buys one present. And one present only it has to be $20 value, no more. You can go less if you want, but it has to be no more than $20. And then we play this game where um, it's so much fun. It's called the present game. So everybody puts their presents in the middle. All wrapped. All wrapped. Mm -hmm. And they've got to have a number on them. And then we have a basket with the the numbers in the basket and everyone chooses their number. Oh, no, the the presents don't have the number. Sorry, the presents don't have the number. I haven't played it for a year, so I've forgotten. (laughs) Um, The presents don't have the number, but the number goes in the basket and everybody picks a number. And if you pick number one, you get to pick the first present. Ah. And then... Everyone um, watches you unwrap Yeah, everyone watches unwrap. Go on. And then number two, (laughs) number two gets it, and they look at what number one's got, and if they like what number one's got, they can take take it it. from number one. Right. Or they can can choose one from the middle Mm. until all the presents have gone. It's such fun stealing. It is, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I want what she's got. And so you go, I'll have that. And sometimes the present game can go for ages until finally we put a... You know, we put a timer on it. We go, this is enough. Open the last present, will you? Because everyone's too scared. Everyone likes what everyone else has got and they're stealing from everybody else. <laughs> so I still want to do the present game. I think, you know, that that's fun. But in the end, there's nothing that I want mm. than to maybe give to a charity. And I felt that when, you know, Beverly said Sunny Kids, I went, you know what, I really like the idea of that charity. I really like what this gentleman does. Mm. Um, when he spoke at this... Um, a charity that I went to, this um, auction that I went to, he brought tears to my eyes as to what he was doing. Mm. And all it was was helping underprivileged children, whether they're in a family or not, um, able to do the things that other kids did. So if kids didn't have any money um, for a medical procedure or um, for a computer or something like that, then Sunny Kids was available to, to help them out. So, you know, everybody can do their own charity. But, yeah, that was how I felt over Christmas. Mm. But then having said that, I'm busily collecting presents for everybody else, you know. I, I've already collected a heap of presents and I'm, and that's where I'm at at the moment. It's like I have nowhere to put these presents to hide them. Oh. All my cupboards are filled. Bring them to my place. If you got, yeah, if you've got space. I just I keep stashing them in the back of my cupboard. Can't guarantee you'll get them back. <laughs> It is good stuff in there. Can't guarantee you'll get them back, but it's and a risk that we take. And I just want to noted to all our listeners that these two are on a very beautiful, vigilant, wonderful crusade about not needing gifts. But I have not mentioned that. I <laughs> just um, saying. I just want you to know that I have not said one word. <laughs> Do you know, for me though, Christmas it gets such a um, a thing on the gift or the gifts that we give that that sometimes it gets lost, the meaning of what it's about, which is through one of the most heroic, I guess, acts that could have ever have occurred on the planet. But for me, it's I love thinking about everybody, everybody that I'm going to buy a present for, and I write a list, and I really look at the things that they love and what they're about. So I've already bought you two your presents, whether you like or not. Oh, goodness um, me. But, it, but it's little. Yeah. It, but it's little but thoughtful. Like, I really thought about you both when I got these gifts. And I'm not spending a fortune this year. My children. So can I get you a puppy? <laughs> if you buy me a puppy, I'm going to get you an adopted child. <laughs> oh, that changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's even. Uh, so even. That I is could so not even. deal with a puppy right now. <laughs> as much as they're cute. Yeah, oh, they are cute. <laughs> you can stay at my house for the first six months. That means you get the adopted child for the first six months. I've got two. <laughs> Um, anyway, but for me, it's about if you are going to do the gift thing, it's really to me writing a list stops you overspending for a start. Mm. Write your budget, and the fun thing is because you know sometimes I've had it in family where we've gone okay, the limit is fifty dollars, but I've been in a position where I could spend more. But what I've realised in buying someone more than that, then they felt bad that their gift wasn't as much as that. So I think. But then that made me feel upset that I had the money to buy that and I really wanted to get you that cutlery set because I know you can't afford one. And therefore, you know, it was a very weird situation to be in, but I didn't realise the repercussions of them feeling bad that they hadn't bought something of the same value. 
So perhaps something needs to be around a conversation before you start buying about what your intention is around Christmas or what you would love to do for people before Christmas. Um, maybe it is just about time or like my, my birthday present this year was the best birthday present <laughs> in the world from you, Cindy. Was, that was an experience. I said to Cindy, she said, well, what do you want for your birthday? I went, time with you. And, oh, my gosh, ask Cindy for time with her because you'll go to a spa. <laughs> and, you, and they got naked. They spent the day naked. We did. And you worked. Yeah. Too right, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She Shame. Shame. Some of them do. Um, <laughs> but I think what was beautiful, what's beautiful about that is that, you know, because this year we aren't as, as, as well off financially. You know, we don't have as much money to, to spend this year. So... I'm hoping people will understand from my perspective it's more about the game and finding a gift that's quite perfect for you in the in the budget that I have. What about we get them E squared? I love that book. Well, I did buy five copies. Because of that. yeah, mm. because then you don't have to worry about the gift. They go get their damn own. <laughs> <laughs> and more than one. I do it's the like gift that, that keeps on giving. I love it. Shut the front door. It is a great I do book. Like that. Cindy, so have you bought hard copies of it? Yeah, I yeah, bought I a whole too. bunch of hard copies from Hay House. Yeah. How long did it take for them to arrive? Not long. Um, less than a week. Sweet. That's going in my hamper. Yeah. yeah. So that's all in my Christmas stash at the moment. I just keep Reacting buying things house. and throwing it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's such an uber cool idea. Yeah. yeah, you can get the hard copy of it. And then they can get their own damn gift. Yeah. You just uh, hope they read it. But they'll read it when they're ready to read it. Correct. Yeah. You know, another thing for Christmas, because that was one of my things, I've spent a lot of time on book websites this year, which is Amazon and the Book Depository, Hay House. I've been looking at all of those books. And I have bought quite a few because a lot of them are actually my gifts this year because mm. I'm really enjoying reading at mm. the moment and researching and finding things like that. Um, so that to me was one of my suggestions this year was to look online. I, I'm finding I'm, my challenge this year is apart from my children, I don't want to buy a gift in a supermarket, uh, sorry, in a shopping commercial. centre yeah. or in a big commercial store. I've decided this year I really want to support local. Mm. I really want to support the people around us. Go to the markets, go yeah, to Monday, absolutely. Go to um, or come to places like Changing Habits. Um, already, I've had a number of people emailing me saying I'd really like to get twenty-eight little gifts because it's a local business. And I went, that's what actually spurred me. Was someone else in the community said, "I want to buy everything local in Mumbai," so she's actually buying gifts only from Mumbai for her family because that's where she lives. And I thought that's a really lovely thing to that's do. That's a brilliant idea, our actually. Local mm. community because yep. they're the ones doing it hard. Yeah. Um, and books is my big thing this year, so I'm really loving. And that. look, even local books. You know, yeah. like if if we look at our local Jess authors Ainscott. here, Jess Ainscott. Ainscott. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Fantastic. Her new book, yeah. um, um, Make Peace with Your Plate. Um, Monica Topless, who's yeah. the new chef here on the See, I've bought all these yeah. books and I've Tanya put them, Hubbard. Tanya Hubbard. Yeah. I've put them all onto our website so that people can actually um, see some of our. If someone wants to support some of us on the Sunshine Coast, these are the people that we're supporting at the moment. So, like if, Chocolate for Women, like Chocolate for Women. Soul Survivor, oh, yes. Changing Habits. There you go. There's three books, guys, that you could get presents, you know, and, and we send out really fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I'm so excited because mine's just hit Kindle. Yay! I, know. I can download yours on Kindle. You can. Even though I've read it hard copy. Correct, you can. We could just carry it with me all the time. There you yeah. go. That's what I love about my Kindle yeah. is I get to carry it with me. You know, now there's a really good gift is a Kindle. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a great idea, that is isn't it? it? Yeah, actually. Well, we're right. Throw that, that in. Kindle. Because Kindle. It, How much are Kindles approximately? Well, it depends what type, type you get, but it, they can be under the $100 mark. Mm. Yeah, I think you can get the Kindles now for about $79. Bucks. That's great, isn't it? Yeah. So that's, you know, that's a really good gift, like, um, for someone who's really close to you that, you yeah. know, I keep saying to Howard um, oh. that I'm going to get him a, a Kindle because he's always running out of books. He reads so fast. And I just think, well, if I get him a Kindle, maybe he'll. You know, then he can carry it with him, and then he can download a book for ten dollars. Such a great idea! Oh, here we go. And, you can, get, and you can get vouchers, you know, like yeah, for, that's from true. them. For, so people, can, you can actually buy credits for people through Audible.com. So audio books, if you know people that like listening to audio books, can you buy credits on for Kindle? I'm assuming, why would they not? That's a massive market coming up. If you just look up gift vouchers on Kindle. And gift vouchers um, with the three of us as well. We mm. do gift vouchers, yeah, you do, do gift, gift vouchers, vouchers, and then people can choose what they want. Mm. Look, 
here we go. We've got these great ideas um, happening for presence. And, and this is what I love is that when you brainstorm mm. something like this, um, so we've gone from not having any gifts. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew I'd convince the listeners. Yes. To um, some really good gifts that um, keep giving. As, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's about good. growth. We all, the three of us, are very committed to growth and education, mm. and constant learning. So I think, why would we not give gifts like that? Um, mm. One of the things I'm doing is making up your chocolate as a pack, yeah. as a gift, with one of my oils. So they've got the cacao wafers, they've got the rapadura sugar. Oh, that's what I didn't get for everybody for my hand. It was the cacao wafers. Oh dear, <laughs> there's plenty here. Good, 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 good. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Okay. No, just no. always about me. Yeah. Actually, have you know. <laughs> You know, that's a good idea is to make is to make up chocolates. But but what I've done is I've got Taylor and Jacob, I'm sure all of you with kids, they're brilliant on computers, and they've done me up oh. a recipe. So my recipe of what I do with the chocolate, which is an adaptation of what you do, but I add in my roasted nuts and my, um, I was going to say Kindle, my um, <laughs> the goji berries and little things like that. God, I can't imagine what it's going to taste like when I can eat sugar again. I'm just salivating at the thought of it. You know, I had a cacao wafer the other day. Yeah, but there's no sugar in that, so you're fine. Yeah, I know. No, but great. it actually tasted all right. Sweet. <laughs> no, it didn't taste sweet, but it tasted all right. Mm. And the other thing I have to confess to, my name is Kim Morrison. Uh-oh. And I really like almond milk coffee. Oh. What's happened? I don't drink coffee. Oh. Now, let me tell you something about coffee that will just blow your socks off. I only read it today. What? There are only so many foods that activate the system in the body to create its own antioxidants. So if you take vitamin C, I know we're digressing a little bit here, but that's okay, we're allowed. This we're is okay. a health tip for Christmas. This is a health tip for Christmas. <laughs> Drink so lots of coffee. If you um, take vitamin C, you need you know one molecule of vitamin C to soak up one molecule of antioxidant. So um, you're going to have to take a lot of vitamin C because your mitochondria, and you have trillions of mitochondria in your body, make thousands of free radicals every single day. So that's what ages you, are the, are the free radicals. So they've figured out what foods you can eat where the body produces its own antioxidants that soak up all those free radicals. One is turmeric. Another one is milk thistle. It gets better, Kimmy, don't you worry. Um, another one is broccoli. Um, so there's a compound in broccoli that has it. Uh, there was a couple of others, but I can't remember their names, but I will look them up before everybody goes. But do you know what the number one is? Coffee. 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 So one coffee a day will actually enhance, and taking turmeric and, and things like that will actually enhance. So this is real food. We're not taking pills and potions, we're eating real food. So your almond coffee, darling... It's good. It's good for you. Because yeah. I was watching, I had lunch with a couple of girls yesterday and everyone went around the table. It was so funny. It started off with, I'll have a long oh, latte. Oh, the next one said, can I have a skinny flat white? The next one said, can I have a skinny latte? Can I have a... Every single one was a different drink and it got mm. to me and I went, and I'll have an almond milk latte, thanks. <laughs> Anyway, um, every one of us said something different, but I was the only one that had real milk, mm. as in almond milk, mm. um, and this place makes their own almond milk, so it was even better. But I looked at all Were you girls. in Malilaba? Yeah. And I think, but no, Cotton Tree, Envy. Oh, um, They do their own almond milk. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So, I didn't know that. No, did I? But I was, do you know, everyone overseas is going to be going, will you girls stop talking about how good your place is? <laughs> You'll just have to come and visit the Sunshine Coast. <laughs> no, you know what I reckon it does? That if they're happening here on the sunny coast, they'll be in your area. Yeah. you just got to look for them. Absolutely. Because it. It, once it gets here, it's everywhere. What already. do you think Weeper? Didn't Weeper be doing this at the moment? Weeper? Who's Weeper? Oh, gosh. <laughs> See, Weeper's you don't even like, know where it is. Weeper's like a mining town. It's the very yeah. tippiest, toppiest, chippiest of Australia. of Australia. Up near the Gulf. Right. Up way past the Gulf of Queensland. Wow. Right, right up there. It's a mining town, yeah. That's what happens well, when I'd you have Australian. It. Yeah, no. I'd have my... Oh, speaking of Australian, excuse me, the most freakiest weather patterns we've been having Oh, lately. my gosh, the storms. The storms, the electrical thing. My car got hail damage. It's the middle of summer. Oh, did it? Oh, she's so dimpled, it's not funny. Oh. She looks like my legs when they're crossed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
little bonnet is just completely dented. I was just distraught. Oh. But I'm going off track because this this is what can happen in our area though around Christmas mm. is these storms. Actually, that's true because it's very typical. And and I was going to say as a part of so that, don't give anybody a car for Christmas in, in the Sunshine Coast area. Is that what you're saying? Or no, just give them a car with insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is what you're trying to hint towards is give you a new car <laughs> without dimples. <laughs> your car has cellulite. <laughs> Is this what we're saying? Are you dropping a hint here? Thank God they got it. Um, so we were talking this, about coffee and almond milk. Yeah, weren't yeah. We? But what I'm suggesting though is, because the first time I'm actually looking at getting my husband this year a coffee machine, because I've always oh. kind of like put it off. But then it was like, oh my gosh, have you ever gone in to look at a coffee machine? Mm. There's things from fifty dollars through to five thousand dollars, and so you can To me, again, like everything we ever do on these podcasts, it's about researching and asking questions and. As many people have said to me in the past, if you don't know something, it's about gathering information and then making an informed mm. decision. Have you got a coffee machine? No, because for me, I don't want to have a coffee at home. Mm. You like to have mine. I have this, yeah, to go out with Tania, and if she's not around, or Howard, or, or whoever wants to come with me, um, Brogan's just not a coffee drinker, my son, but you know, my girls are, and Howard loves to go out. But that's my time to go write in my gratitude journal read my book because that's what I read I read about the coffee as I'm drinking my coffee and I got really excited going well not only is this a time for me to write my gratitude journal but I'm actually you know doing some amazing things to my body as I drink and I have a long black I don't put any milk in my coffee whatsoever and I used to do short blacks but I felt you know I just went ended up doing that so Oh, but there's another gift. That's that's me. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Maybe coffee vouchers yeah. or something at one of your local organic cafes that's or something true. like that. And a gratitude journal, a blank journal for someone would be. Oh, a that's going to my head too. And they're, and they're really reasonable. I got them. Um, you can get them at trade secrets. Trade secrets or online. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Journals are really easy. And and call it the the, the gratitude journal. And the, well, this yeah. podcast is all around self care and and positive choices around Christmas. I think the things that we're offering here is for people to actually look at things. What are some of the things you would love to get? We also do another thing where you put on the on the fridge things that you would love so that you don't get. Shite, you don't. Um, <laughs> um, you know, so I say to my children, write me a list of all the things you think you would like for Christmas. Now, some of those things are quite expensive and they won't be getting them. Uh, but there's or it no could point. be a game that it's someone is, an R-rated game that a, a son might want that he definitely <laughs> isn't getting. Oh, <laughs> Just in case it. you're listening, Jacob, you're not getting it. <laughs> in fact, I do have a PlayStation for sale for anyone that wants all the games. <laughs> And the PlayStation. It has left our home. Oh, is um, that right? Is he, is he in that much trouble? He's lost the PlayStation. Oh, he's lost it. It's gone. And it's great. It's the best thing that's happened to our family. Some families do not suit violent games in a house, and ours is one of them. <laughs> I actually don't think any house suits it. I don't know. Some kids seem to manage their emotions better, but my Jacob, he just... You know, and we all suffered, and hmm. he's such a great kid, so he doesn't need that stuff. Um, one of my other hints and tips that I was thinking about Christmas, like this has just all gone out in my newsletter, um, is, you know, sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but wrap as you go. Because uh, I, some, yeah, I can sometimes spend Christmas Eve wrapping presents yep. till midnight. Oh, gosh. So for me, it's like, I would rather go and do a midnight mass or get together with friends and have mm. a bit of... Gluten-free, sugar-free, gluten-free, oh, fruitcake. No. <laughs> Me, I'm in bed by 8.30. Yeah. So, but it's truly, some people like to go out. I was talking to some of the girls yesterday. Some of them actually on New Year's Eve, they go on, or Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve, they go and do a long lunch somewhere and have a beautiful lunch. They're all home, by, such a they're all home by five, got a little supper for dinner, and then everyone, you know, you wake mm-hmm. up less stressed. I think a stress-free Christmas well, is really important. Actually, I've just, my girlfriend, I was talking to her on Sunday. Now, she's got three girls, two are married, and one has a boyfriend so basically Christmas Day is here for breakfast there for lunch and there for dinner oh yes so what they've decided to do is they're doing because Christmas I think falls on a Wednesday so they're having their Christmas on the Sunday and they're having everybody there for Christmas on the Sunday Uh, so all of so then all of her daughters and their you know everybody is coming there on the Sunday and that's Christmas Day for them nice then all they they only have to go to the other family on Christmas Day and the two of them she has um, a gorgeous partner the two of them are just going to stay at home or go to the beach and just enjoy Christmas Day together by themselves but they're going they don't want their kids rushing off they don't want them in the traffic they want them home these are young 
young girls are the same age as my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they've all been friends. And I thought that was a really yeah. good idea, yeah. have Christmas on another day. Yeah. We've well, always done that have in you? my family. Yeah. All, we've always had Christmas on a different day because there are three of us kids with all of our own partners. partners yeah. Um, and my mum and dad had obviously, well, not obviously, but my mum and dad separated when I was 14. So technically that's mum's place, dad's place, your partner's my place. partner's place. Um, and, then, and what about your place? Uh, well, you know, you having, you know, when you was never, home. Yeah. was never at my place. Yeah, never at my place. So it was always breakfast, lunch, dinner. Spend the whole day in the car, and it's been like that for as long as I can remember. Or there would be, um, you know, if my partner's parents had separated, there would be my mum, my dad. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then oh. his mum, his dad. And then if the parents weren't talking to the rest of the family, it'd be his mum, his dad, and then his brothers and sisters. So there could potentially be up to six stops in the one day. That's a nightmare. Nightmare. That, absolute nightmare. That, yeah. Or what we would do is he would go his way and I would go mine. And, you know, then, you know, we'd have two cars out on the road and I'd have the dogs and whatever. But, I, I you know, I think that that's a really, it's really valuable. And we stopped doing that about uh, probably about four or five years ago when my sister said enough's enough. So Christmas was just always at her place. Everybody went to her place. And if they wanted to come at different times, they can. But Christmas was on all day. Ah, oh, yeah. So right from breakfast, Christmas was on. And, you know, the, I remember there was this one year she had the whole day catered. She had breakfast catered. She had lunch catered. She had dinner catered because it was all too much for her to cater for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's the other but thing just, is the catering side of Christmas. <clears throat> just thinking that. Well, mm. Christmas is at my house this year. And I was actually going to bring that up because we all know I can't cook. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, we all know I'm eating a much healthier lifestyle. Yes, well, see, for me, it's just green. But there are other people coming. So, well, what I would do is you've got that beautiful big pizza oven that scares the hell out of you every time you go past it. Yes. I'd put the the turkey in there, an organic turkey in there, and, and get... Matt to do that, you know, he can he can do that and you do the veggies and get everyone to bring salad. It's it's easy and you make a dessert. Well Done. I told them they didn't have to bring anything. So oh, okay. Don't. So I can make the salad. So you can make the salads and the vegetables and a dessert's really easy. Your raw vegan beautiful desserts are easy to make. Done. They've all got nut allergies. Oh Jerry. <laughs> this is my dilemma. You do it with seeds. Yeah. You make the anything you can, you can do it with seeds. Right. Okay, so we're going to have to get some recipes from you then. Well, yeah, but I, I think you can make it easy. You don't have to do that hard. Because like, I'm just picturing this whole palaver where I'm up the night before cooking all through the night, cooking all through no, the day. No, oh, it, it just turns my toes. I don't think you have to. You know, you you simply eat now. You don't eat with confusion. Like, it used to be, I remember my mother would do that, you know, and there'd be gravies and be this and there'd be that there's and gravies, there'd be carving and there'd be this and that. Dips uh, and chips and biscuits but, but and breads. Let's not take away from the people who actually really love doing that. You know, there, your mum loved Oh, she loved to do it. But I don't want to do it. No, but I'm just saying. So I make it really easy. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to make it very yeah. easy. But my family, not my family, Matt's family, they're used to um, the beautiful big ham, the chickens, and the. Well, uh, I, don't know about the, I don't know about the turkey. I just can't get my head around that. This makes me want to cry. But we've got they're used to the prawn, and then the the big uh, ham, and then the big chicken, and then the big potato bacon. Well, why don't you get one of them to bring we, the ham? One no, bring the chickens. Because, no, last year it was all at my sister-in-law's place, and she is God's gift to the kitchen. She is um, extraordinary. Ask her to cater. No, and you'll pay said, her. No, well, she said this year it was my turn because last year was her turn. So I went, oh, okay then. No, I'll, I'm never going to compete with what you did last year. You, you don't need to compete. Legend. Karen, you don't need to be, compete. You just need to be who you are. <laughs> just, you're not, you know, make it, I would make it basic. I'm not going to compete with anybody who does stuff like that. I make it it's really okay basic. if they all leave starving, hungry. Yes, they're going to get coslet. They're going to get coslet and go them a little with surf club for afternoon tea. <laughs> they, they'll be fine. They get coslettus boats with minced beetroot and carrot and a little bit of mayonnaise in the coslettus boat with a bit of coriander over the top. <laughs> That'll be lunch. That sounds nice. <laughs> we'll bring the turkey. I, you've got Matt. Matt's a meat eater. He'll get yeah, the ham. He'll get the turkey. Leave it to him to do the meat. Yeah. Mm. Do you know, let's talk about food, actually, because I feel like December seems to be... A really good excuse for people to go off their healthy eating plan, oh. 
stop exercising, indulge fully in alcohol and absolutely destroy their bodies. That And then Christmas comes and they continue to do it all Christmas Day, like we've just been talking, what types of food people in. Then from Christmas to New Year, you go, what the hell, I'll just keep going because I'll do a New Year's resolution. And then you do the New Year's resolution and then, you know, two weeks later you've given up on it. Mm. Why, do, why do we do this? Why do we have strategies that help us through these Christmas parties um, and we okay, don't, don't I, do it. We've been talk- I wrote this in our newsletter because I did the same thing, thinking how do we get through and being on a detox leading up to Christmas, and we did the HCG leading up to Christmas. Yeah, we did. I actually think it's one of the best things because no one's ramming it down my throat. They all go, oh, don't worry about Kim, she's on a detox. I went to a big dinner party on Saturday night, beautifully catered, unbelievable food, and I'm on a my detox. And so I said to the lady that was organising it, can I just have whatever greens you've got? I can eat the prawns. Um, I'll just have those, but you can just can you just take heads and tails because I can't quite cope with that. Um, <laughs> but can you just make it not look like a prawn? But anyway, um, put that on my plate, and that's what I ate. And I had my mineral water with mint in it. Now the, everyone got absolutely trolled. It was hilarious to watch, and it was so much fun watching everybody. But I left with a flat tummy, no gluten problems, no sore head. I got home that night, slept so well, woke up the next day at four thirty, went for a good ten k run, and felt a million dollars. And I thought, oh, well, we're oh, we're there. There. <laughs> they were all at nippers with sunglasses on. They couldn't oh. move. They couldn't breathe. But, I mean, I'm not saying you have to go to the extent that I've gone to, but what I've taken from it, I was thinking, what would I give advice to? I was watching nibbles at another function come around. Most of them were gluten. And I said, and one lady said to me, how do you refuse this? Because I actually was hungry. And I said, I'm just going to have my water I said I'm chewing on a bit of mint at the moment um, to get me through but I said in all honesty if you want my advice rather every one you're going to go for go for every second one then at least go for every second one and in between have a glass of water um, and she was like, okay, I'll try that. And she said, you know, I've, I've hardly eaten as much as... A, because sometimes you eat the nibbles and they're constantly well, coming just because at you. it's there. Yeah. Mm. It's not because you necessarily want it. It's just because it's there and it's different and you didn't have to cook it. Yeah. But let's face it. Like, I've had 53 Christmases and the same nibbles come around every year. Mm. Uh, nothing really changes, especially if you go to a, a cheap Christmas party as opposed to a wealthy Christmas party because sometimes you get a little bit different, but most of us go to the Christmas party where they put fried foods in with it got gluten in it. Yeah. So my advice there is that choose one that you're going to go. Like if you eat chicken and then you eat the prawns and then you eat the ham and then you eat this, you will end up with a food hangover, which is what happens. You get an alcohol hangover and a food hangover where what happens is you eat all these proteins and all these fat fried foods and the flours and the grains, sits in your stomach and it actually putrefies Mm. and sends out toxins. So in the morning you feel like crap. So my advice is is that maybe stay away from the gluten ones, then you probably won't eat anything. Mm. But maybe choose one meat or one one of the the foods to just stick with. So just say, okay, I'm going to have chicken today. And when chicken comes around, have the chicken if that's what's available and have the vegetables because vegetables will help because it might be a carrot dip, you know, a dip with carrots or something like that. That will help you digest your chicken. The vegetables will help. So it's about being a bit strategic. Mm. And as far as the alcohol goes, if you do want to drink your alcohol, choose one type of alcohol. So either choose white wine, red wine, beer, or spirits. Don't mix your drinks. Or champagne. Or champagne, sorry. Champers. Yes, champers. Mm. But don't mix your drinks. And then between each drink drink water mm. so have a strategy rather than going in their boots and all and eating everything and drinking everything and having a great time and then in the morning you know you just can hardly get out of bed because you feel so bad and you can't go for the 10k run that you did kim but you know i'm going to ask you both this is it because we're getting older is it because we're all a little bit more health conscious or whatever but what is this whole western philosophy about going out getting absolutely trolley trolley so much that Yes, she, it was such a great night because you don't remember it. I hate that. Um, I, I don't get why people say that. I hear that all the time. It just is it is it a confidence thing? Is it a I think it's a nice, hair down thing. Is it? A, I think you know when I think about growing up and the friends that I had, it was all about the more legless you got, the more fun you had, and the funnier it was. The next day if you were super super sick so it was all about fitting in and everybody thinking that you were good value and you were a party animal and you were you know you you were 
fun to be around because you didn't hold back, you know, you mm. let all of your inhibitions go and you just didn't hold back. But And I think that that philosophy still continues as people get a bit older. I don't know, but I, I think but I think the beautiful thing about what's going on now, though, is that there is a much more health-conscious movement taking place. People are becoming more conscious. Not as educated yet, but they are more conscious. Like, I've still got friends that are in their 30s who um, were talking to me last week saying, oh, you know, I've got, to, I've got to get on that Cindy's HCG. I've got to do that Cindy's HCG. And I said, oh, why have you got to do it? Like, what's, <laughs> what's, what's the sting behind it? Oh, Christmas is coming up. And I said, are you kidding me? What are you going to do the diet just to the, what are you going to do at Christmas time? Oh, well, you know, I'm going to eat and I've got lots to drink. So I said, so, so you're going to do the HCG now so that then you're skinny so that then you've got plenty of room to put all the food and the drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and do you know, the funny thing was they didn't even see the, the funny the side, funny of, side that. of it. Yeah. And I've spoke to a couple of friends down in Sydney who are now on diets and they're doing all sorts of different um, collaborations of detoxes and diets so that when Christmas comes, they're ready. So they're priming themselves hmm. for this onslaught hmm. of food and alcohol for Christmas. You know, that is one strategy. <laughs> That's a very Australian very strategy. Very Australian strategy. Isn't it? And you know what? When I was growing up, I never heard anybody talk about a strategy for the build-up to Christmas. I don't remember that it was necessary to do that, but it seems now there seems to have to be a strategy to deal with this Christmas. So some people deal with it that way, whereas me, I go, but I want to feel good all the time. All the time, not just because it's Christmas Day. <laughs> exactly, and I, and I want to feel good the next day too. And I don't like being legless. I just it just doesn't appeal to me whatsoever. Trust us, we don't like it when you're legless either. <laughs> when have you seen me legless? Oh, I know. No, I'm just. Oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm asking you, how do you know you don't like it when you're legless? Well, I, I you know, I remember. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Here we go. Here yeah. we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I was about. I was about twenty twenty one, and. I, I was out, oh, that's right, I'd been at work, I was in the LA area, and I'd been at work, and we were having a work party, and they were giving Long Island iced teas. I didn't know what a Long Island iced tea was. It's an iced tea? It, yeah, no, it's got five white spirits in it. Oh, And five. a dash of Coke. It's just a dash to look at like an, a Long Island iced tea. That's, oh. It looks like an iced tea with ice. And it tasted really good, and I sucked it back. And then I sopped another one back. That's 10 shots of white alcohol. And I didn't know what it was because I'd never drunk this before. And I just remember waking up the next morning and my work called me in at 8 a.m. in the morning. Normally I'd work at 4. And I just I, I was an, um, a maitre d' and I was always on the phone and I would put my head on the side and nearly fall over. And, I, and that was the day I went, I don't like this. I'm never going to do that again. And I didn't. I don't. It's just something I didn't enjoy and didn't like because I didn't feel good the next day. I couldn't function as well as I wanted to function. I, I understand there are other people out there that are quite happy to do that, but that was just a decision I made at a very young age. Uh, and, and so to have the strategies coming up to Christmas, I, I felt I needed to give people the strategies because um, they didn't understand what was a food hangover and what was an alcohol hangover and how could we avoid these so that we could c continue on the next day and have a life that's, you know, really full on and, and filled. So that was, yeah, that was maybe, my Maybe thing. it's about setting your intention too, you know, like what is your intention? If, you, if we, I, I would suggest most people listening to this podcast have quite a healthy intention with themselves and they, mm. they enjoy the looking and feeling as good as they possibly can. So, and maybe mindset comes into that too because I'm not sure if there's many of us out there that have the perfect um, families that never have conflict or friends or whatever. Oh, so, you know, yeah. like let's really look at set, rather than dreading going to an event or a function or something like that, maybe we can set intentions about the way we're going to eat, the way we're going to drink, um, the yeah. way we're going to interrelate, yeah. the way we're going to, you know, maybe there is an Uncle Frank that's a pain in the butt that does weird things that none of you like but at the end of the day why don't you focus now on the things that you would like about the fact that you're actually all going to be together because as we all know things change in an instant life mm. can change some people may not be here and it's, I know this is completely off track but when the vet said to me that you know our, our pussycat may not be here for, within the year 
I started, Taylor and I were driving the other day and we both went, this is probably our last Christmas with Cleo. Oh. And it was just really weird to yeah. sit there and think, because you just take it for granted that they're there forever. You take it for granted that grandma's always going to be there or that Uncle Frank's going to be there or maybe there is someone you wouldn't mind popping off. But anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but but my, my point is... Did she say that? She said, <laughs> that. She said, she said that out loud. <laughs> but my point is, you can go into each of these events or these family things or whatever with a dread... But maybe this year is your challenge to actually look for the gifts. Read E Squared and look for the gifts from that event or yeah, whatever. And good thinking. Actually really thinking. You know, another thing we do as a family strategy every year, and it's always around the beginning of December, the children and I, we go into our rooms, and it's that first weekend of December is our clear out the house. Yeah, good idea. So any toys, gifts, books, things that they're not using that are still in good quality, we do a big clean-up that weekend. Everything and anything we haven't touched within a year gets all put and we take it down to the Salvation Army. And I love watching the children do that mm. because they they are very privileged, my children. I feel like we lead an exceptional life compared to so many people out there. This year, we could possibly be in Delhi for Christmas. So being in a place like India is a very humble place to be, um, particularly they don't really celebrate Christmas the way we do. So um, it's just interesting when you're overseas. One of the ladies yesterday, she said, oh, you're all going to hate me when we're all asking each other what we're doing for Christmas. She's going to be on a cruise with three families going around the Caribbean for five weeks. Oh, wow. And I went, wow, that's an amazing Christmas. You know, like maybe this Christmas set an intention for one, two, or three Christmases time with the people that are really special to you that because you could sit here and invite us well yeah but we're special absolutely needs but but we could all sit here going oh wouldn't that be lovely five weeks cruising around the Caribbean going to I don't know wherever else she was going in America uh, Florida and whatnot and or we could all go why couldn't we do that in three years time you know, like rather than looking at all the have nots and it's unfair mm. and I can't afford, into let's make it experiential, let's make it food gifts, let's make it um, time vouchers, things like that. that let's have know. strategies and intentions to get through this so mm. that you don't have to make that New Year's resolution. Well, yeah, half the time we all say, like you said before, we're gonna, I'm gonna build up ready for Christmas. Yeah, so yeah trash was right over it. Yeah, and then when New Year's comes, you're thinking, I feel like a fat fart anyway. Who cares? You, you actually go into a little bit of a spiral. If you really think about it, the, the, if you show no care for the four weeks of Christmas <coughs> or the four weeks leading up, well, actually, that's your underlying philosophy. Mm. Yeah, I'm a big believer in that. And mm. I think that that, that that same mentality is probably what permeates through the entire year because how you do one thing is how you do everything in my book. Mm. And if, if, that's the way, if that's the mentality that you're going to do that to prepare for Christmas. Well, you're doing that all year anyway. Mm. You know, and, and, and no wonder things are not working out the way that they that you want them to. And I think I used to be like that. Mm. I used to be like that because I used to think, okay, well, Christmas is coming up and, you know, I've never been a big meat eater. Um, but I have always fancied the old drop, drop of bubbles. It must be a fabulous drop. Only verve. <laughs> Only verve. Or the mum. Really. Or dom. Or dom. Yes, okay, that can we'll slip some of that in there. We'll slip that in. Um, yeah, but I think that um, I, I think it's important. There's, there's there's value in consistency and there's value in variety. So I think there's value in having a consistent mindset in the context of I don't plan to trash myself, my family, my body, my environment, my day. I don't plan to trash my day just because it happens to be Christmas Day. And then there's also value in variety. So if you want to have variety just because it's Christmas Day, if that has some significance to you in some way, shape or form, then add variety. But not at the cost of trashing yourself or trashing your family or trashing anything in your life. What's the value of that? There's no value in it. Hmm. Have so, either of you ever gone out for Christmas? No. Have either of you ever had most? You know, you've yeah. decided not to cook this year and you're all going to go and book in at a restaurant for the year? Because that was another thing mm. that people like to do where they don't have the stress of Christmas yeah. and it's you worse, make it a bit of a treat. I found it worse because the restaurants are just so jam packed full of people mm. with children running around screaming. It's very uncivilised. Actually, we did it one year. <laughs> One year we did it. We went to dinner, we went to dinner plain. Now dinner plain is a a mountain village where in the summer there might be two hundred people who live there, um, and in the winter there'll be three thousand people that live there because it's in the ski fields. So I remember us going this one time, and I had bought like a thousand dollars worth of food at the bottom of the mountain to bring up to last us weeks and weeks, as including Christmas, including the turkey, including everything. 
And across the road from where we were staying, there was um, like a, I guess, a, a lodge. And they were offering Christmas dinner for $25 <gasps> per oh, head. Oh, wow. And I just said to my husband, I'm not cooking turkey. I'm not cooking this, like, this whole thing and serving up for everybody for $25 a head. I'm, we're going over there. So there were three families. And because it's such a, you know, a small town, we went in there. We had the best oh, Christmas. That would have been fabulous. Absolute best Christmas. I did nothing. Everyone else did stuff for me. And I must admit, that was... That would have been That fabulous. was a really special Christmas. So then I had the turkey to cook and we just had it as cold cuts rather than me doing the potato and the gravy. Oh, the, and, but know. the pressure of it all. It was wonderful. Oh, I and so that's an experiential Christmas, isn't it? It was. It's so memorable and beautiful. Yeah, yeah it was. We've oh, got that's friends that go. We've that's got friends wonderful. that are going to Canada for Christmas, the whole family, and they're all on countdown, 26 sleeps to go they've got at the moment. and. Doing things like that, getting away. In fact, that's partly why I'm excited we could be in Delhi or, or Dubai, depending on Danny's work. I love the doing something completely different. Oh, but then there's wonderful. a little part of me that's going, oh, my family and you guys mm. and all that. But I Being think home. So there's my other thing. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, be in that moment and don't pine for something where you're not because otherwise you'll miss out on the magic of where you are. Mm. So I think there's experiences to be taken from everything that we do. Um, and I think part of that for me, self-care, the, the one thing I find over the holidays and things like that is it is time where we'll put on a mask and, and we'll go and do an exfoliation with sand down at the beach and, um, <laughs> and nothing like a sand wedgie. Um, oh, but, you know, like, or you sounds might a little think, harsh. It is. Or you might um, get your girlfriends together and, and, like, for us, remember, we've done cooking days over the mm. holidays where we actually get our thermies out and we create for the year ahead. I mean, we did our chocolate cookbook last Christmas. Mm. Was that last Christmas? Last Christmas we created that to go out. Wow. Um, and I was just, and I was thinking this year, I wonder what our, I like to think I can create something over Christmas and contribute mm. to my family. Like, there's a website called Blurb, B-L-R-U-R-B.com, where you can actually make your own books. So some of you, a great gift idea, I'm, I've done this before, where you've been on a holiday with a certain group or with family or you've got, you're really close to someone, you can actually do a book up about that person. And I tell you what, those books mm. have such meaning mm. for people. We did one for my mother's 60th birthday and had all the grandchildren write messages, all her friends, and they all came to me and I put it all together with photos into a hard copy book. Oh, beautiful. And she said that was the best gift of all. So what's the website? Blurb. B-L-U-R-B. Dot com. Dot com. Um, and then there's, of course, Apple, Mac, Apple, that you can do calendars, you can do... Calendars um, is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can do things like that. Um, and the other thing is, this is going to, this might sound a bit woot woot, but you, sit down, if you've got an elderly person in your family, one day sit there and ask if you could have the tape recorder with them and ask about their life. Ask where they lived, what they loved most, what's their best Christmas. Ask the most incredible questions mm. that you think you'll ask next time you see them. Because I tell you what, when they've gone and you play that tape over again and you hear their voice <sighs> talking about their stories or their history or where they've been. I mean, I found out my grandmother had lived in India by asking these questions. I had no idea. She'd never told me. I'd never thought to ask until my daughter had a project where she had to ask her grandparents, and she had great-grandparents at the time, about their life. And so we did it together, and I was so grateful, you know. And um, when the kids were little, like tape recording, how many times do we take videos on our iPhones and things like that? My brother, our holiday that we had last Christmas down in Sydney, we had a three-week, I don't know if I shared it last year, we had a three-week holiday in Sydney on a budget where we all decided we were not going to spend a lot of money. We were not going to go to movies. We were not going to go to malls. We were not going to... It was all about... And so we all got skateboards. It's hilarious. <laughs> Me skateboarding in my 40s. I remember the yeah. videos. Yeah. And, <laughs> but all around my brother was all these paths and tracks. And we'd play cricket in the park. The kids had a ball. We... we I said... I was going to say ice skated. No, we snow... I mean, we... Roller we sk skate, uh, skateboarded, skateboarded. All around these things. And we all got better and better and better. We we went on bicycle trips with because we didn't have enough bikes. 
three of us with bikes would tow the other three on the skateboards and we went out to places like the ANZ Stadium on a Sunday when there was nothing on and we all skateboarded through the car parks. The kids still took it and little did I know Aaron was videoing lots of pockets of this and at the end of that holiday, about a month after we all got home and were all back into school and everything, he sent us oh, this how video wonderful. that he'd put together on iMovie of our holiday. And I just went, oh my God, that was the best holiday, you know. So to me, Christmas is the, it's the magic of, of experience. It's I the magic so of too. intention. And I love the gift giving and gift receiving. Um, <laughs> but I do really love thinking about the people I'm looking for with the intention of my mind, with my budget. You know, yeah. when I had money, I didn't, didn't have a budget. But you see, this is the thing. This is the point that you raised that I think is so valuable, is that when you say no money and you don't spend the money, you go looking for experiential Christmases, like your $25 a mm. one mm. and like your, your, your holiday, you know, down in Sydney. And you actually remember the beautiful things about life and, and actually being in life and participating in life mm. rather than buying life. Mm. I don't that, I, that, that, I don't know if I'm getting the point across, but I think we've we've become so desensitized to the magic of the simplicity. Mm. I really think we have. Like to be on a skateboard, I like, know how uber cool would that mm. be? My mum fell off the skateboard and oh. she really hurt herself and we thought we were gonna have to take her to the hospital. Oh, and my neighbour is a doctor and he said the biggest injuries we had pride. in December, January. Oh yeah, is, is, oh. I thought she could say pride. Yeah, I thought pride. <laughs> Are broken bones of adults trying to do children behaviours or children's Is that right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So learning to surf, skateboarding, rock climbing, you know, all of those activities, water skiing, you oh. know, all of the horse riding. They, so just be careful. The experiences are great, but just be aware. Okay, walk. Everybody walk. <laughs> Shoes on, walk. <laughs> but yeah, I think Christmas is such a special time of year. And if you don't have your family around you, then, you know, because let's remember there are a lot of people out there that Christmas is the loneliest time of year. <clears throat> And maybe the one thing I'd like to finish on is do one random act of kindness for a complete stranger. It's a good idea. That you don't know about. Like, do you I'm... know what I think would be a fabulous random act of kindness? Mm -hmm. Get a little MP3 player, subscribe to Up for a Chat, download all of our podcasts, oh. and give that to people that you don't know. And give that to people that you do know. What a great idea. Absolutely. Subscribe to Up for a Chat because then nobody's ever alone. They've always got us. <laughs> you lucky souls. <laughs> she is hilarious, I've got to tell but you. Don't you think, don't you, think um, I mean, you can just go and get it on um, eBay? Because people understanding how to do podcasts and all that. I know all of you listening have obviously got the knack of it, but there are a lot of people out there that would love to listen to this, but they think it's in the too hard basket. Oh, absolutely. Even mm -hmm. just a seminar that I did on the weekend, I asked who listens to Up For A Chat, and there was half the room, and the other half said, what's up for a chat? I said, it's on iTunes on podcasts, and they said, what's, what's a that? podcast? <laughs> yeah. So I said, so not only do we have to teach you technology, but business as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I think it's a great idea. You can mm -hmm. get a little MP3 player for $15. Even $10, you can get them at Office works mm -hmm. little mp3 player download subscribe to up to up for a chat and the person's got them there with them all the time i do like that idea i think it's a really fun mm -hmm. idea there's really? actually heaps of good shows on and the they, wellness couch there's and download a of them. all of them all in there yeah what a great idea and you know random acts of kindness as you were saying kim um i was listening to a radio show that was talking about random acts of kindness and this lady was saying that she filled her car up with petrol and she had kids in the back and she her credit card was maxed she had no money to pay for it and she's scrounging everywhere to look for it and um, this gentleman came up to her and gave her fifty dollars and said fill your, your petrol up so she was looking for the money that she could use in order to put you know fuel in her tank whereas he just said here's fifty dollars wow. your tank up. I love doing that for people. Yeah. I've done that in cafes yeah. where someone behind me is standing there and I can hear what they're ordering. I did this a while ago. I haven't done it. It's just reminded me. And I went, whatever they're having, I want to pay for it because they were really sweet. Aww. They were. So, I was listening. They were totally gorgeous. This couple. And I went, just know that when they go to pay for it, and don't tell them I've paid for it. Just say it's been paid by, by one of the patrons mm. in here. I still wonder to this day if they think, 
wonder who paid for our yeah. meal. It was such a cool but thing. But it's so nice. I Like, I love that idea, actually. Mm. Let's everyone do a random act of kindness mm. yeah. and write it up on the Up For A Chat um, Facebook page. Let us know what you've done and what the result was. Yeah. I, and even if you don't know the result, it doesn't no. matter. Let's just see what you've done. And let's see how many random acts of kindness we can get on our Up For A Chat page. Oh, wow, what a great idea. Yeah. Mm. Random act of kindness for Christmas. Yeah. Aww. Love That's it. Great. I love it. Random acts of Christmas kindness. Mm. <laughs> That's so uber cool. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. So your challenge is on, listeners. The challenge is on. Okay, so um, we hope that you've enjoyed our podcast. It's been... I think it's been quite fun for us to even just yeah. do a brain dump of all the things that we're doing for Christmas, but to also have somebody that you can brainstorm with and come up with some new ideas. And I love the gift that keeps on giving. Well, I've just got a list a mile long. I know. Now. Yeah, same here. Same here. <laughs> We've all been frantically writing. <laughs> okay, so the competition's on for us too. So we're yeah. included in the yeah, random acts of Christmas it. kindness. Yeah, we are doing it. Very yeah. cool. Oh, I've already got it in my mind. Ooh. Okay, so join us here next week. Um, it's on a wreck. It's a rack. Random acts of Christmas kindness. Rack. 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 Kindness. You're right. It's a rack. You've got a great rack too. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a very low count top on and looking quite hot. She is actually. <laughs> so what's your rack? Yeah. Let's go there, shall we? Sorry. Sorry, Karen. Write your rack on our Facebook page at all the W's. Dot facebook.com forward slash up for a chat or you can also write your rack on the wellnesscouch.com forward slash up for a chat and join us here next week on up for a chat and become part of the ripple effect that's changing the world we'll see you on the ride this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.